ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head on over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, I, I already know. each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, 
monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee, and we are definitely going way up today. Mano cannot wait <laughs> to jump in here. Yeah. But we got Kenya here, and we got Tiger, and they are from Seeking Brother Husband. And I have watched, what is it, six episodes? Six episodes, and that's it. Yes, but- and they follow four different couples. You're one of the, You're the one that they always show. Yeah, we're the premier couple. Yeah, you, you guys know. are the premier couple. Just, just bragging. All right, so I mean, just to, to talk about the basis of the show, we've all seen Sister Wives, right? But Seeking Brother, Husband, Kenya, you were in a relationship for 26 years, right? So that's your first husband. 28 years. 20, oh, 28 yes. years now. Okay, and then, um, Tiger, you joined in to be Kenya's, I guess... Second, second husband. Second yeah. husband. She called me hubby number two. Yes. And then you were seeking another one. Well, it's not that I'm seeking. It's that I'm always going to be dating. Okay. As I said in the show, you know, humans need fresh attention. Mm-hmm. Men know that and they own that. Women are getting there. We're getting to the ownership of that human basic need. You understand? Always new relationships, fresh attention, fresh energy. That's just the nature of human beings. Mm. So do you believe that humans were, were not made to be with one person for the rest of their life? Oh, humans are not a monogamous species. Monogamous species, um, for instance, do not have sex with anybody else except for that one other. If that one other dies, so does their sex drive, right. like geese. Four percent right. of mammals are monogamous. Unfortunately, humans are not a monogamous species in that four percent, no. <laughs> I absolutely agree with you on that. I just never never seen nothing like that, right? Okay. So how did, how did that happen? Like, you had a husband. Yes. Carl. I've had a husband, you know, for 28 years. Right. I got married when I was 21. We mm-hmm. met at Howard University. And they have children, three children? We have three children. Three children mm-hmm. together. Grown children now. Mm-hmm. And who are, by the way, very supportive. Oh, okay. and brilliant. So My in children. that marriage early on, you was doing the monogamy thing or trying to do it or... Oh, you know, yes. because because I, I, I think monogamy I is a rule, else. right? Yeah, yeah. I and to be clear, Carl yeah. is the one that first was like, "I like someone else." Yes. Mm. So we were monogamous for the first twelve years, but at year four, you know, I found myself having attractions for other men. Mm. And he found himself having attractions for other women. And we would always talk about it. You know how you go to the mall and say, oh, you know, look at that. But it became like we would really have these attractions. And we were surprised because we thought once you got married, that goes away. Yeah. But it doesn't. And that's the reality that people aren't prepared for. So we went through Mm. that. Mm-hmm. But by year 12, we had talked about it so much, and he had somebody at work that he was really feeling, but we never cheated on each other. We didn't have to, because we could talk about our stuff. We mm-hmm. were very authentic. That's it's kind of like yeah. having an open relationship, yeah. in a right. way, yeah. right? Yeah. But the difference is that you guys live in the house together. Yes. Now, this is what the one thing I did want to ask you, because <laughs> you used to, obviously, when you and Carl were in a monogamous relationship, you were in the bedroom with him. Yes. But then Tiger came into the picture, Yes. and Carl moved out of the bedroom into another one, and you... Well, it didn't quite go down like that. Okay. Now the show can't show six episodes cannot show our full life. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so th- Carl has had other women live in our house 
Oh. We've had other partners of mine live in our house. This is not the first time somebody oh, no. has lived in the house. Tiger, no. I brought, no. <laughs> My husband have a woman in every area slow, code. Slow, now. can you slow up for one second? <laughs> just slow up. Just please, I mean, just slow I love up. telling this story. Please, so, so throughout your journey, like he's had other women live with y'all. After year 12, when we had the discussion that maybe we should open, right. he wanted to open for him. Right. Like, you know how the men right. do. Yeah. Right. And I said, like, you're supposed to be just with him while right. he's doing his thing. That's what he and that's I think that's what he we asked. normally see. Yes. because So you had a sister wife, so to speak, at one point. He wanted to bring in a sister right. wife. I said, that would be cool with me if I can have the same privilege. Mm. That's how that went down at year 12. And that's what women always say when we watch this advice, well, can I do it too? Right. And most men will be like, no, so you then cannot. You somebody no, in. then my husband said no. Oh, he said no at first. He said, he said, he didn't say no, he said, hell no. And so I had to talk to him for two years about like why I wouldn't have the same privileges as him. Where does this mindset come from? Is it a Western mentality? Is it the mm. mentality of say, our enslavers, for instance. Mm. Where did this come from that you deserve that privilege and I don't? Wow. And we really did an anthropological study, mm -hmm. reading books like Sex at Dawn, writing our own books, studying this, until he realized, yes, the feminine originally deserved the same privileges and rights as the masculine in terms of sensual engagement and relationships. Now, Tiger, how did you come into the picture? Well, I came into the picture when I met Kenya, and she, well, when we first met, Kenya, you know, of course, was married. Um, and so when she said, hey, I want to introduce you to my husband, I'm thinking, man, this lady's tiptoeing. Like, she's just <laughs> out there sneaking around. Because I was dating women that, you know, they had other partners. They had husbands. They had boyfriends. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't necessarily cheating. I was coming off a divorce. But right. they had partners. Mm -hmm. And so when King was like, I want you to meet my husband, that threw me for a loop. I was like, what? This is instantly. This when y'all met. So when yeah, y'all met, yes. I want you to meet my husband. I want you to meet my husband. So... Carl walks in and, you know, I'm like, whoa, wait a second. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know he was home. I, I didn't know you were legit serious about that. <laughs> <laughs> am I about to get robbed? Right. Well, I'm like, what's, what's happening? <laughs> like, you know, am I going to put my dukes up? Like, what's right. going on? Right. And so he was really cordial. He came in, introduced himself and everything. And I thought about that. I was like, man, there's, there's got to be something to this. Because I've never had an interaction with another man, mm -hmm. especially being with his wife. Mm. And it turned out positive. <laughs> and so, uh, how was that conversation though? so the conversation really wasn't much of an actual conversation it was just the introduction it was mm. the energy it was the vibes that he had when he walked in the room he was not in any way aggressive towards me right like it, it wasn't it's, it's kind of low-key like jada and will and august well except that they you have except, it takes courage to say it out loud and right. to really live it which is what we've been because doing. he said mm. august did say he met will smith and will was aware mm -hmm. right that's if i believe so, that yeah yes. so it's kind of it's the same that. except that everybody looks at it like it's something wrong with it Oh, I wonder why when 66% of those married today are in adulterous affairs today. So I don't understand who's looking at it wrong. Because that was like the biggest scandal. If they it... think that telling the truth about things are, is wrong, mm -hmm. then yes, our relationship love style is wrong. But everybody's doing what we're doing. It's just we're choosing to tell the truth and be open and honest about our lifestyle and our it, love style. It's probably easier to keep the secret than right. it is to <laughs> live your authentic live. life. Yeah. But so, Tiger, so initially your reaction, because you're like, oh, this has never been... Uh, a situation where it's friendly right so what then what happened right so after that you know i went home i thought about it i was like you know they're living a different lifestyle than anybody i've ever known so let me kind of understand this lifestyle more of what it is how it, it works you know what it entails mm -hmm. and so you know talking to kenya talking to carl i was like you know what i might be able to do this but it wasn't immediate it still took what Four, oh, five, four, five, four, five, four, five years. Four or five years. Mm -hmm. Oh, it yes. took four or five years. Oh, yes. yes. Now, were y'all actually, like, 
sleeping together during that time? Yes, you think I meet a fine man like that? <laughs> right away. Okay. Gotcha. I like that. I like your honesty. I like where you're at with that. I'm an honest woman. I love Most that about you. telling the truth about their sex drive. No, I have this conversation all the time, but yeah. just from a man's perspective, right? Sure, yeah. So the thing is, right, so now you, you, you haven't, you, you're you sleeping with her, but are you in one roof? You're under one roof? No. Is, not, is he next door? Is not yet. Oh, no. Oh, no. We don't, we're not disrespectful. No. I respect my kings. Okay. I will never bring home something that's rowdy, loud, something in their face. It's just okay. wrong. Right. And I wouldn't expect that they do that with me. We have enough money. We have enough energy. We have enough creativity mm. where people do things that are respectful mm. in our relationships. Um, that That's just the bottom line. Have you ever felt like disrespected? Because I even have yeah. other men but it's, beyond you. It's funny you should say that because that was a conversation that Kenya and I had at yeah. one time because she's going to treat every partner differently. Mm -hmm. yes. And I saw her treat Carl in a certain manner. I was like, you you treat him better than you treat me. Mm -hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, you you respect him more. And he's so the first it was, husband. He's yes. the first husband. So he does get all those rights and privileges. She knows him better. Yes. Right. But you guys sleep in the bedroom together, yes. right? Yes. So and you, that was to sort of catch up. I had been sleeping with my husband for 22 years. So Have you ever slept with one person for 22 years, either of y'all? No, no, no. Okay, no. so then we're not, we not in the same league. Not even close. We're not in the same league. 22 months. Maybe, no. maybe, 22 months. 22 days. <laughs> so when people question me about these things, when I ask them questions like that, if they've never done this, if they've never been in a committed long-term relationship, 10 plus, 15, 20, 25 years, you don't know no, where no. you get to as a couple. A, I will say this, though. I look forward to being with the same person for 22 years. Okay, well. But we'll see when good, you get good, there. Good for you. <laughs> Come talk to me after that yeah. 22 years. Part of the reason is I feel like it's just easier for me. I'm kind oh, of sure. like, a, all I want to do is go to work and go home. Oh, sure. And so I think for different people, different things work. Oh, and absolutely. so there's nothing wrong with that. But I do look forward to like just having to deal with one person because I do not, I think, have the bandwidth. Right. For most people, it is just a fantasy that they think about and it is a realistic, practical piece, like you're saying. And for other people, they have different cravings that they didn't know they would have. I never thought I would be in an open marriage. Right. Ever. Our board out before he <laughs> left, he was like, do you think she's narcissistic? Oh! For, uh, and I was like, I'm going to ask her for you just because she feels like the need for this because, like you said, there's other men that you talk to. He was like, but I'm like, I think the guys... They all talk to other women, too. So oh, of course. it's just kind of an honest situation that everyone's agreeing on. Yes. I don't feel I don't believe in narcissism. First of all, I think that's an excuse people use. These people are unhealed. Mm. I call those people unhealed mm -hmm. or people who don't do their self work. But narcissists seems like they have a mental disorder. No, it's right. just they're not doing their personal work. I don't think personally I'm a narcissistic person. First of all, I've written three books yes. about this. My husband has written three more. Mm. We have educated and healed thousands of families. You the Progressive Love Academy. Let's we put have, that out there yes. right now. So in terms of narcissism, I just don't know what that means, A. Right. And B, I'm a healer. Mm -hmm. I'm a healer of families and of this nation because we're in trouble. Like now, Tiger, there was a period of time when it felt like you were a little jealous, right, on the show, just from me watching. And I know everything can't be packed, like mm -hmm. you said, into six episodes where there's other couples also that we're watching. But she was wanting to get back with her ex, yes. right, David, and, and talking about him moving back into the house. And she seemed really excited. And it felt like, because you had never met him before. Right. It felt like you were a little jealous. So yeah. tell me what you were thinking and what was happening so there. So they, they love to get these expressions that I give off. <laughs> but no, I, I wasn't actually jealous of David. It was more of a uh, an uncertainty of who he was. Like, if you've got a new person coming in, you're like, what's this dude about? 
you know, how do you feel about him? Especially saying, can you get as giddy as she was? She was, when he was at the door. Oh, she was ecstatic. <laughs> so then I'm, I'm concerned. I'm like, now, wait a second. If you're getting that happy for this guy, you're pushing the issue, then I really have to understand who he is. Like, yes. I've got to know where this, this, you know, desire for you to have him come back in here is truly coming from. Is it like, oh, I'm just looking for a brother husband? Or are you looking for a you know, a brother, husband, like you wanted somebody moving back into the house with you. Right. So would you be okay with him moving back in the house? Yeah, no, 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 David. Yeah. Y'all cool? David's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever met somebody and been like, he's not cool? I don't know. I don't think I've ever met any of the parties. Because I only date very brilliant, powerful men. Mm -hmm. Only very brilliant, powerful men. First of all, I have the security to do this. Second of all, I have the intelligence to do this. Mm -hmm. The intelligence to understand, like, you're a human, I'm a human. We both have the same privileges and rights. That takes intelligence. You know, so... That's all I'm with. All of my men get along swell. Mina, your facial expression. (laughs) 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 So you've brought different partners in, right? How many men are you currently dating? Oh, that's uncountable. I have so many friends, partnerships all over the world, literally. Mm. And so do my men. This is about human connection. Mm -hmm. And we should all have a network of love around us. We should all have all the support we need. Anytime you need something for your situation, your business, your kids, your family, you should be able to call somebody. And that's Mm -hmm. what I call my network of love. It's kind of like when people say, could I build the perfect person? Sure. Well, this person is great at this. This person is great at that. Yeah, It's sort of like that, but I think men need that too. Yeah, I think we get in these relationships and the woman say, you may not have female friends. Well, your female friend may have been doing certain things that your partner doesn't do. do. Right. So why should you have to cut off your support network? My men don't have to do that. What did you think watching (laughs) some of the other couples? Oh, they are. Well, not couples. Well, they're my client. They're the ideal client. Two of the couples were literally are literally my clients. Which couples? So I'm a producer on the show. I help cast the show. So these are because I've taken couples all over the world through this program for the past 20 years. This is what this is my only company, my business. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a multi-million dollar industry. It looks like you do well. (laughs) Because yeah, you guys have a a well, we have celebrities, athletes, people who really do want an open marriage, but they want it private. So we can't tell you who those, who those people are. Got it. But those people on this show, they need my support. I feel like someone in here might be calling you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, men bring their wives to me because their wives don't understand this and they need to hear it from a woman. Right, that's a fact. They don't want to hear from a man. And and, and, and I don't mean to cut you off, but that's I feel like uh, uh, that whole conversation of you know monogamy being a rule... Um, it not being a human instinct, yes. right? A natural human instinct. I feel like I've gotten to those conversations with women, and the first thing they say, "Oh, it's a choice. It's a choice. It's the you know, it's a choice." And I don't think that they really understand, you know, just the idea for me of of being with one person for the rest of your life is is I don't think is as realistic as we think it is and I think that's why we see so many um, marriages and all that that fail fail in problems in turmoil you people in marriages they're not really happy Um, I'm not saying it can't happen it does happen I think for me because it's later in life for me at this point now you know when I was younger I had a lot of fun Mm -hmm. but now I'm like all right, I just want to be boring right (laughs) (laughs) to be honest that's a perfect choice whatever the choice (laughs) is is the choice right right Right. to each his own actually really because if it works for you then then cool that's great Uh, 
well, yeah. David, I want to, because David is in the room, and I know he's in the corner. He was like, I don't know if I'm going to be on. But David, what are your thoughts? Because you're the one that, that Kenya actually was really excited. You were her ex. And at a certain point, you said you didn't want to do this. You didn't understand it, and you left. And then this is what we saw on the show anyway. And then you did come back. So can you talk about what your role was? Um, so before Tiger was me, I basically was with Kenya, what, seven years? Yep. 2009 to 2014. With the other husband? Yes. Yeah, so, I got married to my other husband. So basically, I, I, <laughs> met, I met like, um, Carl the oh. same way he met him. Like He said, like, I want you to meet my husband. I'm like, yeah, whatever then. He said, like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, you know, I have this feeling like, is he serious? Because, you know, you know what, what it's about. Like, you about to hook up and, you know, et cetera. So, but he was really cool. So I didn't understand it, but I was like, you know what? They've probably been married for a very, very, very long time. And I was right. Mm-hmm. And also, most people, they ain't going to admit it. Most people get tired of having sex with the same person, especially let's say after uh, right. sometimes six months, a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, damn. So okay. I didn't look at it. I was intimidated by the situation because how many people you know who's cheating? Like most mm-hmm. people cheat. The difference between them and most people is they tell the truth about it. So okay. I, most people won't be just tell the truth like that. I got a chick over here. I got a chick over there. I got a chick over there. And most what most women until they get around their girls, they want to be honest. Like, yeah, I got this dude here. You know, we just the same thing. Just just being honest about it. Literally Why no did you leave then? Um, at the time it he was he met a, a woman Ooh. and she didn't want to be open. She May I share want, yeah. that story? Okay. And also, yeah. I was so supportive of David because he was ten years younger. So I felt really responsible for David. Like <laughs> if he met somebody who was really going to be more present with him you know she had money she was like had her life together <clears throat> i was like be with her because she didn't want her to she first she didn't want him to kiss me then she didn't want him to do this with me then she didn't want us to have mm. i was like just be with her because she's not ready for polyamory mm-hmm. i'm married i'm fine I, and i knew in my head he'll be back and he's back <laughs> that's what we always say they always come back don't they so, always. so how does it work how does it work at home when when you when when he feeling like you know he want to be with you for the night or he want to be with you for the night, how does that work? Well, we don't have that sort of concern because he's with me for two weeks and my other husband's with me for two weeks. It's not as though they're all in the house looking for a woman. They right. have other partnerships. Oh, they're not all just circulating around me, like right. orbiting around me. And let me clarify: there's no trains going on. No, I didn't know that. Not for you, right? Right? People right. like because people, people think, think that. In this right. show. People be like, oh, are the guys sleeping with each other? Because no. that's the oh, first thing God. that people no. always no. ask. That's the first that people see. They see three dudes and one girl. Right. People think that that. That somehow the guys are interacting right. with each other and that we're not. No, and I don't even date men who don't have a lot of women because mm-hmm. I want a man who knows how to manage women, who right. knows how to respect women, who knows women. Do you who... bring your other women to the house? Of course, yes. all yes. the time. So how does it, how does that work? I love them. I first of all, I've hooked him up with my friends. I oh. love his women. <laughs> I love David's women. I've met three of his women. I, I love Carl's women. And it was like, hold on, it's that bad. <laughs> See, they they couldn't really share all of this right. in six episodes. They're no. going to expand on our story, right? Because it's much more. To I the think story. we have to because it was yeah. hard to. Sometimes I'll be watching the episodes and it wasn't enough. Yes. Like I don't yes. feel like we got to see. Enough. Like you said, there's a lot going on that I had no idea was was happening. Right. You know, on the Show. Yeah, it's right. difficult with the time constraints that TLC was working with to try sure. to fit how the did, entire story. How in did the show even come about? Because, like you said, you have a lot of your clients on. Two of the couples are your clients, yes. but how did this even happen? Well, m- myself and Big Fish Productions have been working on this Big for Fish. two and a half years. <laughs> May know so. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and just like you, they're brave. Mm-hmm. You know, for you to be a black woman journalist and have me on your show, you understand that not a lot of black women they're watching this, right? But they're like, mm, no, I do. 
I was like, um, just because I know that, like, having watched this show, people will be like, and especially guys, like, oh, I couldn't do that. Oh, the, you know, there's a lot of questions. Sure. And so then I went and I was, I watched all six episodes and I also did my research on you because you do have Progressive Love Academy sure. so this is something that you take very seriously like you said you have these books that you've done right. you coach other people so this we, is something that I take seriously too because clearly there's people in this world that are uh, doing this it's such an honor because I was wondering where the black women journalists were who was going to be brave enough to do this but that's how TLC and the production company were to me brave because mm -hmm. this has not been done especially with a woman of African origin because usually we wait for the trend to come from another, right. you know, the dominant race or the dominant class in this culture. But we're, we can set the trends. We are smart enough. We're creative enough. We have saved our families. Our family is together forever. We're divorce proof. I'm divorce proof with his ex-wife. Mm -hmm. I'm divorce proof with my husband's wife. We're divorce proof as a community. And you talk about the statistics of how many people are divorced, how many people are cheating. Those Fighting. numbers are very high. Yes. Baby day. mamas, running drama, people dying, mm -hmm. literally, mm -hmm. and children watching this. Our children don't see this. Right. We have an entire communication system. First of all, when couples come to me, they say they want polyamory, but they're not ready. Mm -hmm. None of my couples how, are how ready. Do you, how do you know that they're not ready? A, because they don't have a communication system that works. They, they, they are using a language of war in their house. Their house is daily a war. If you're like that, you have to first heal that. If y'all had cheating in the past, you have to first heal that. You have to bring back the trust. You have a lot of healing to do before you can actually be authentic with each that's other. That's interesting because there is a couple on the show and she cheated. Yeah. And uh -huh. that's how they ended up in that situation. Right. But I was wondering if that's the right way. It's no. the it feels like Hey ladies, it's Angela Yee. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head on over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo! 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I didn't think he could be with her if they didn't work. It doesn't seem to work in their relationship because they definitely have some unhealed traumas there. And so they've got to work through that before they really start trying to introduce other partners. And then the jealousy and the insecurity. Most people have not dealt with their jealousy issues and Mm -hmm. they don't have a way to deal with it. In our relationship, if I'm jealous about something, we use up level. If I'm jealous because I saw, I've been jealous. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. He has some fine women. He has some fine women. So you get jealous with his other women. Now, are you jealous when he brings them around? Are you jealous when he's around them and you like where you been at? But that that's not the focus of the jealousy. The focus is I have a way to communicate it to him yeah. that doesn't attack him. So I'll come to him and use up level and ask, listen, I have a vent. Something's on my heart. My ego is up. Um, my ego is tripping right now. Can I communicate this to you right now? He could say no. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to listen to my vent at none of my Kenya, men. in the mic, in the mic. None of my <laughs> men have to listen to my vent. Y'all uh-huh. hear that? So I created a system where I, you have to get consent to vent. Mm-hmm. Then if he says yes, I can vent. But I will tell him, you're not doing anything wrong. This is just my ego speaking. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's a You're whole, not blaming him I'm for your ego. I'm not blaming him for how I, I'm jealous. I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm not saying he has to do something different. I'm saying, can you hold space for my little... My, my little ego. And it's interesting because even on the show, there's a lot of judgment and you actually go shopping to get a new bed yes. or a new bedding yes. and the woman, you're telling the woman in the store and she's like, uh, I don't know what's happening here. Like <laughs> That was so cute because people, you know, they see this, uh, you know, and they, they think that it's something major, but for us, it's just normal right. every day, my past 20 years. So. Yeah, and for us watching, oh, I'm sorry. Like, no, yeah, watching the show for us, it was the first time that we actually saw the show as well. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> after crazy. watching that and seeing yeah. that lady, you know, by the end of the conversation, she was interested. She yeah, was like, yeah, she was like, I mean, maybe. Right, yeah. right. Like, so Everyone's interested. Everybody's interested in this. They just don't know how to do it. And that's why we created the Academy. Now, for Tiger and David, did you guys have some apprehension about actually doing this show? And then has there been any backlash? Because clearly people see you um, on the show and it's people that you know that maybe didn't even know you were in this situation and had no idea what your relationship status was like. People that may have known you from the past, family members even, because some family members also don't like this arrangement. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if David had any for it. You know, most people are like, oh, what's going on? I have to tell them, look, first of all, go on her page. The men have girlfriends, too. So I know what you're thinking. I know what you see, but that's not how it is. It's not some freak fest. People <laughs> taking turns. People smacking their ass, but she walking by. None of that's happening. We're very respectful. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm going to say it for one time. Most people are doing that already. Mm-hmm. They're just not. They're just hiding about it. They're just lying about it. 
So I didn't feel a certain way. Everyone who knows me personally, they're like, oh, okay, cool. I was just wondering. They thought they all we were all just tag teaming her. The whole, okay, what about your family? Huh? <laughs> oh, I love his mom. I'm, I'm grown. I've so met his like, mom. So what you pretty much want to do. When he get his two weeks. You, 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 you two weeks with your husband. Yes. And two then weeks I, with him. Yep. Then when I need he, a week by myself. And so when you when he get his time? Well, he's in New York. And he has York, another so. partner right now. Mm-hmm. So we just basically okay. talk on the phone and fantasize about someday. Now, do you go? Now, do you go on? other dates outside of oh of course yes I will always be dating I'll always be making more human connections mm. now you guys had a commitment <laughs> ceremony uh, also right because it's not legal here in the United no. States for you to no. to have more than one actual uh, I guess what would you say legal husband right. but yeah. you guys had a commitment ceremony how important was that for you Tiger so actually that was very important to me because um, what they didn't get to talk about in the show, Kenya had asked me to marry her a long time ago. Okay. And I was not with it. I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. And then I turned around and asked her to marry me. <laughs> and she was like, okay. But she, you know, she wasn't really feeling it because I had already rejected her. So it was really important to go in and get that security, that peace of mind that, like, you know, we are going to be together forever, no yes. matter what. Mm-hmm. Both got out of our egos. Yes. <laughs> and your children were there. How important was that? Because, And I want to know how you were able to basically, I mean, I guess they grew up kind of seeing a lot of this, but I just want to know what that piece of it was like for anybody who's watching this and considering it, but wondering, okay, well, what about the kids? Because you do want to protect your kids. Well, we've made our children extraordinarily brilliant and Um, ahead of their time Mm -hmm. by telling our children the truth about relationships. Um, You know how you would be in your house growing up, your parents might have an argument, you don't even know what they're arguing about. You don't know what their challenges are. Mm -hmm. You don't know how they solve. You've never seen your parents solve their challenges. You've never seen your parents get to the end of a challenge. They might have broke up before. Like, we didn't do that to our children. We we utilized tools and skills. We told our children every step of the way what we were up to. They were allowed to ask questions and now go to their Instagrams. Mm -hmm. My children are amazing. Beautiful kids by the way they're they're normal too people 25 22 and 19 now and mine's 15 and for the people watching it who's trying to hate on the the progressive love movement the kids are normal what what, what kind of love movement progressive 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 love yeah Yeah. so the Mm -hmm. the kids are normal they're not freaky kids that just want to have they're they're normal kids there's nothing wrong with them there's nothing like abnormal about them but most people who see the program thinking oh they're gonna be messed up they can be doing drugs. They don't know how no. right. they monogamous. Never even done drugs. They are literally just normal kids. There's no. They're being watched by multiple people. The program. I yeah. like that. They're program. being watched by. And, and the good thing is, if they ask Carl for something, he says no. They can go right to Tiger. And they they Tiger is big money. He's gonna give it up. Tiger gonna give it up. That's crazy. <laughs> Got it. So, Mena, how are you feeling now? Because I know beforehand you had, and like much of the people who are listening to this show, may have had some preconceived notions or some judgments ahead of this. I want to know what you're thinking now. So, I I was thinking, my whole thought was different. I was thinking that y'all was just constantly like living in the house together, like, you know, y'all, you know, y'all bumping into each other in the bathroom. Oh, God. Like, so hey, stupid. You know, my t- you know, hey, just in the bathroom trying to bust my teeth. You know, they like, you, know, they, like, you they, they, I can they, see they, how certain, that would be alarming. Certain, certain nights, it's like you get Tuesdays, he get uh, Fridays. Nah. Like, I, that, that was my thought because mm-hmm. I didn't actually see the show. And honestly, when I first heard about the show, I was like, oh, that's fake. Because I hadn't. He did think that. I hadn't even conceived the thought of of that 
before. Like mm. I've never heard of that. Okay. Ever. How does it sound to you now? Now I'm I'm pro uh, uh, polyamorous. You know oh, I'm good. I'm pro I, I, you know I'm pro that I'm a I'm a advocate of that. <laughs> okay. Um, Polyamory but, or polygyny. What's, what's the difference? Where the man can have many yeah, yeah, partners yeah, or the man. <laughs> I'm pro polygyny. Polygyny. Not polyamory. But you just said. Okay, so you wouldn't want your partners to do this, but you would want to I, do I'm it. Not that involved. Uh, um, I'm not that involved. Ooh, unless you, you at least that. he knows. That's and, beautiful that, that he can say, own so that. So if you right, didn't know about it, you're still good with it. But that is so honest and so brave. No, I'm, I'm honest of, of, of what it is. I just didn't know that. That that there were women with multiple husbands that were all down together and it's like a team effort and it's just like every but it's different than what I do because he got his situation sure. right you got other well, you a Brooklyn nigga too you got other uh, <laughs> I got a woman yes. you got a woman yeah. you got a woman okay, okay. and Everybody. men would rather be lied to he'd rather not no, know if no. she's well depends we started this movement back in 2005 and mm. we were literally the first people in the United States to go live with this type of stuff we've been on Dr. Phil Fox News we've been on 11 mm -hmm. television spots we've had two Monique. series. The Ricky Lake show. Rick, yeah, the Michael Bay show. Monique. I mean, okay. Everywhere. <laughs> but it's been a challenge for, you know, people to grasp it because it really does take skills. Mm -hmm. But we are the pioneers of this type of relationship in the States. And it's really, once you get the hang of it, like, they love it now. Yeah. But he, you know, they had a hard time coming in. Now, what is the most challenging part? We've been talking about all the benefits, but what have been the, the parts that have been the most challenging? Jealousy. Holding space for the emotion of jealousy and insecurity <laughs> and learning to hold space. Most men don't, not to say men are bad or anything. I love men. Y'all know I love men. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> like, we know, Kenya. No, I love the masculine. <laughs> like, the masculine only wants to yeah. please us. That's all they want ever <laughs> is for women to be happy. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Like, I've learned that. Just, you learn that. You, I you, learned you that reach with these men. Understand with these men. Yeah, I get I it. it. That's all, yeah. like, nothing else. So, <laughs> what I'm saying is that they never learn how to hold space for feminine emotion. Mm -hmm. They haven't. And it's hard to um, for them to learn that, but it's easier with, of course, our, our our tools but i remember anytime i would get angry or upset he would be out the door right like yeah. he didn't want to hear it yeah i'm not sticking around for that right but until you what happened once you started learning how to hold space using up level it got easier it got easier then it, it wasn't that you were blaming me it wasn't that you they know they think it was i'm blaming or guilting or anything like that then it, it was like okay let's break it down what are you actually saying yes and then i could hear what you're saying without trying to fix it because mm -hmm. that's uh, we're men. That's what we do. We, right. we fix it. You know, you cry. Oh, what, what's wrong? What, how can I fix it? Right. They used to and, be angry that I was mad. Right. But now he says, "Thank you for sharing. How can I support you?" And I say, "Oh, can you give me some empathy?" He knows how to give empathy. Right. Oh, can you give me a hug? He knows. No fixing. Mm -hmm. No running away. No ghosting. No. You know, I don't argue with these men. Right. These men are perfection to me. Now, Tiger, what about your family? What were their thoughts? Uh, so most of my family is okay with it. My mom was always going to be that point of contingent because my mom still has, you know, the old beliefs. Mm -hmm. She's from down south Mississippi, mm -hmm. down, down in uh, Kosciuszko. Yeah. That's the yeah. same town that Oprah was from. So, I mean, strong, deep grassroots. So she is not going to be okay with anything other than, like, marriage is one man, one woman. Y'all mm -hmm. get married, you stay together for life. My parents have been married, and they stayed together through thick and thin. But you on know? the DL, your mom loves me. When you broke up oh, with yeah, me one time, when, he, when she broke up with on me one DL, time, she, she tipped over my house and knocked on the door and said, what's going on with you and Tiger? You know, he does love you. Now you, do. Your mom was right there, <laughs> like, was. stay with my baby. Yeah, because she saw potential. You <laughs> yeah. know, she saw the... All the, the relationships that I've been in, because I used to be serial monogamous. You know, I get in one relationship, break up, get in the next relationship, oh, break up. So you up. was like a 
You was going with the rule. Yeah, yeah. Like most yeah. people. Like, like most, everybody. Like most, like everybody. Yeah. I didn't think most people did, though. Yes. I think I, I always feel like most people good at uh, pretending or yeah. good at trying. Yeah. Or acting like they're trying. Right. <laughs> pretending they're trying. Yeah. Now, Kenya, what have, been some, what have been some of the things that people have been saying to you since this show came out? Because I can imagine, like we said, it's a difficult thing for people to grasp if they haven't watched it or maybe they caught some of it and they're like, oh, what is this? Well, from catching comments for the past 20 years, um, it, it just, there's nothing anybody can say to me. I'm telling people, look around. Mm-hmm. Look at our mm-hmm. relationships. Look at our communities. Look at YouTube. Look at Instagram. Look at these people fighting and bickering. Mm-hmm. Look at these children. 83% of African-American children live in single-family homes. Look at that. And then come back to me and tell me how me unifying men and women, men and women are fighting online every day. Me unifying that and healing that, tell me how that's, how that's a problem with you. Right. Well, Talk it takes a village, and you have one. Okay. <laughs> I have a strong yeah, village with women and men. Yeah, you got a small yeah. town. Yes. <laughs> well, and what about what your kids, when they decide to, I don't know, what, what they're going to do with their relationships? Do they have monogamous relationships, or are they like, okay, we're following what you've done? Yes, my oldest son is uh, engaged to be married. He's an IT major at University of Michigan. I'm so proud of oh. him. Mm-hmm. And um, my middle daughter is actually a polyamory coach. Okay. So new. Okay. The Poly Fairy on Instagram. The Poly Fairy. Yes. So she has she has a couple of guys. Oh yeah, she's in. She's been non-monogamous since she was 16. Wow. And then my youngest son has not yet ventured out into the world of dating as yet. He's mm-hmm. in college. He's an artist. Okay. So his head is sort of in the clouds. So we don't know. What he's gonna choose? They, but they make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I can't. There's, I don't tell him what to do. This is not a cult. There's no sacrifice. There's nothing <laughs> going on. <laughs> we, we don't normal people. Normal people. We have normal jobs. Normal. But well, we're beyond normal. We are advanced. You know, we ha- we live in high rises. We have a high standard of life. He takes me out of the country every month. No, they, they got a nice house. You gotta, they have a very okay. beautiful home. Okay. We have businesses. We don't work jobs. Mm-hmm. We built businesses. Right. Yeah. David, why were you reluctant to be on camera? You know, I already know how people think. So when I knew how the show's gonna come out, with just three dudes and one girl in the same room that's all you see on camera, I know how people think. So I was like, no, let me not do this. But it's not every day you get to see Angela Yee. It's not every day you see Mayno. <laughs> he is so concerned. Me, me, first of all, let me talk about Mayno. Mayno don't know. I had to watch the dude without the kid. Like, growing up, Little Kim Days, High Hater. Yeah. So that's another topic. Oh, that's I mean, it's just like a once, so like, cute. TLC, I never thought my life, I'll be on TV anytime soon. So I was like, you know what? Am I going to let people's judgment stop me from being on TV? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to just do it, see what happens after that? I, I make, I'm, a, I'm a producer and I'm a DJ. Mm. Actually, I know Nick. Me and Nick DJ before. Okay. So, I'm like, yo, Nick, oh, I'm going to get the station. Okay, you know Nick. So I'm a DJ in New York City. Oh, he did tell us you hit him. That's right, he did. Yeah. Right, he did say that. Yeah, he did. He did say that. Yeah, and I was like, I'm a Harlem DJ. I um, do mostly Afrobeats, Shrine, Savannah. Mm-hmm. And oh, also I, I produce he's music. beautiful so. musician. So like, what's your status now when it comes to Kenya? Um, forever going to be together as lives. There's no, she's all about communal living. Mm-hmm. What's that movie called? Happy? Yes. When, if you look at the, this movie the called Happy. The happiest cultures are in community. Yes. Not in small, little, mm. isolated groups. Yes. <laughs> the happiest cultures are living community. He knows he's always my husband. He knows he's always my husband. We're divorce proof. I don't believe in breaking up with mm-hmm. my men. I do not dump my men. It's nothing they could do. Is to the, make it is, so I don't want them. Is Tiger the only one you've done the commitment ceremony with besides getting married to Carl? Yes. Okay. He's the only one who's wanted that. But if others want it, let me know. So if he <laughs> if he wants to do like a commitment ceremony or somebody else, oh, that would you don't be mind. that you don't would mind. be my so it's basically like having dream. like husbands. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> and you, you I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I love these men. I will mm. do what it takes. If All he right. wanted that, David, absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like on this show, and this is my last thing I want to ask you, I kind of feel like you and Carl had stopped having sex or... Did yeah. that? Okay. Carl and I, so what we, polyamory is not about sex. Right. Polyamory is about your multiple connections. Mm-hmm. So Carl and I, you know, we go back and forth. From day one, we were not super sexual. Right. Carl and I have sex by writing books and talking about politics and going deep into spirituality. We always have. Because it felt like you had a little bit of an issue with it, though. I have an issue with him? Well, no, like with the not having sex part because you want to be satisfied in that I don't have an issue not too. having sex with Carl. Carl okay. has a enough sexual partners my issue is is that you know if i'm now having sex with tiger and he's slowing down too because you know at year five at year 10 at year 15 Mm -hmm. you don't have the same passion Mm -hmm. as you did on day one Mm -hmm. i don't know why people don't want to talk about this but i talk about it and it's real you need to educate a lot more people though and so i'm couples who don't have sex at all i know 40 percent of american couples two years we haven't had sex a lot of people don't want to hear this 40 percent of american couples today are sexless that's sex less than four times a year Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. i'm not playing that game so i i live it out loud if, if Carl and I are not in that sexual phase anymore after 30 years right so be it I have me another man he's rolling out of that phase after 10 years great I need me and I need to find okay. uh, somewhere else like refresh why would I why, <laughs> why, why, like, thank you why do I have to let the, why do I have to dump somebody right and go through taking their money and mm-hmm. alimony and child support and bullshit and sometimes because you might I, come back after that break and be like hey we, yes every time we back new. and then I want them to go get some new fresh energy as well mm-hmm. so that we can come back up meet back up wow. and enjoy well now that we're in New York does that mean you're with David while you're here I wish David's girlfriend currently she won't not having that she's okay. not having that okay. for the time being me and David oh, is so, on hiatus. so she's not involved you can't bring her I, mean, I talked to her. We, like I said, we deal with regular relationships too. Like right. I, I'm still connected forever. Right. No matter what. But um, you know, I meet people. They're not used to that. They're not with the program. Not, right. They I'm not saying, that. oh yeah, I'm polyamorous. Get with it. Right. You out. It's more like, okay, yeah. cool. We'll see how this works out. We break up. Cool. If not, then you know, we'll see how it goes. But your current girlfriend right now is not on. I like her. She, okay. She's not on that. Now. <laughs> yeah, she wants you to be happy. I like her. I think that's the main I'm thing, right? I'm encouraging y'all, and I'm here if y'all need support. Uh oh. Okay. Well, again, thank you so much. And how can people find you, Kenya? Because there might be a lot of people listening that are like, I want to learn more. I might need your help. I might need some coaching. I see that. Absolutely. I might send you a couple people (laughs) to talk to. I need need you to talk to her. her. Well, as long (laughs) as they're ready to back up, stop all everything that's under the table, all the cheating, and back up and learn the the tools needed for polyamory. That takes time. Mm -hmm. So I don't do less than three months with anyone that I work with. But um, anyone can find me at Progressive Love Academy. That's how I found her. (laughs) Progressive Love Academy on Instagram, progressiveloveacademy.com. You'll find me, my men, my children, (laughs) my entire network of love. You even find David on there. <laughs> and by the way, so you do have a do you do have a more um like a spin-off coming? What's happening? Well we can't talk about what's coming. Y'all have to keep staying. But potentially, potentially potentially what we want is to share with you all more about us. Okay. Put it like that. Okay. I will put it like that. Well, if you haven't seen it, you can watch Seeking Brother Husband. You can watch all of the episodes on demand. There's six of them. You can see the other couples. Like you said, you've worked with other couples that are on that show. As well. I have to stop saying couples because it's not just couples, but other right, it's not groups. Just the, other, the other communities. <laughs> communities. He got right? it. Right. Get it together. Seeking Brother Husband. Way up with Angela Yee. 
Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. Every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.